0: Welcome back to Going Along on first Coming at you a little recap Wednesday for you for the week. Week 13. Can't believe we're already, I guess what you call it, three quarters of the way in. It just feels weird with an extra week in there, uh, how we play that out. but
1: Good day to you, Seth.
0: You know, Owen, love hearing your voice. You're right. Because you're the only voice I'm going to hear tonight.
1: Yeah, and it was almost not even that. It, it was almost just, a, almost just a full Thursday, but uh, we'll see, we'll get there.
0: We, you know what, Owen's pulling out the flu podcast tonight. All right, it's the flu episode,
1: recovery. Uh, yep, I'm here. Jeremy's obviously was worse than mine. Here he's, you know, gonna throw that in my face too. Be like, oh, I had a worse one than you, you little wuss. Yeah, yeah whatever, he will 100%. I'm here, I- I'm here. That's what matters,
0: exactly. Jeremy. You know what. Perfect attendance record, almost.
1: Well, you know, almost. <laughs> Tart? Does tardiness count? Because you know, that is true. Have a laundry list. The, the people don't know about those. <laughs> We've kept those it. under wrap. They could sense it, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that may be true. That may be true. But no, just yeah, the... it's just Owen and I tonight. Yeah. No, Jeremy. He promised he will be back for second half of the week. I think he's just. Uh, I think he's just almost all the way back, so he will be ready for sure.
1: At least don't say be. for sure because he said for sure probably the last three times.
0: So let's just say. I mean, I'll excuse him for last week. I'll excuse him for last week. That's fair. That's fair. But you're right. He he better be here tomorrow or later this <laughs> week, whatever. Or he's fired. I'm not going to go that far. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if anybody was even hired
1: um you know pens to papers not exactly but you know little little verbal action hey you
0: yeah there we go microphone so when when we're taking the small claims court there's nothing legitimate yes. there
1: yes no one to be screwed
0: exactly we're not that far yet <laughs> maybe eventually okay all right worry. anyways let's get into some recap what I like to call the fastest sixty minutes in the NFL, because that is our goal, is to keep it to sixty. Well, we'll see tonight. Uh, we okay. don't. We don't <laughs> have the Packers. The Packers are on a bye this week. You Ooh, obviously yes. they cover a lot of a lot of the time, a good chunk of the time. I don't see a lot of, but a good chunk. So we'll skip over
1: them for this week. Okay. Yep. That's fair. There's, you know, we'll we'll touch on some stuff tomorrow. Love to see it. Something maybe like Jair Alexander has been designated to return this week. Uh, you know, could be other things. Rogers got that COVID. I mean,
0: whatever toe.
1: Yes. Exactly. You know,
0: healed up a little bit more.
1: Yes. The 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 fractured toe. Fake news. And uh, (laughs) we'll get there, but the Packers are not here to ruin the fastest 60 minutes. That is true. All right, let's get into it.
0: The Dallas Cowboys, Jeremy's second favorite team in the league. We all know that. And the New Orleans Saints, Thursday night last week, which always feels like forever ago for us when we're coming in and doing these recaps. That Thursday game feels like it should be part of the last week almost, just because it's a few days Ahead of everybody else. Anyways, let's jump into it. Cowboys-Saints. Cowboys win 27-17. Taysom Hill was about the only Saints player it felt like on offense on Thursday night. Uh,
1: the only I mean, one with a
0: beating heart,
1: it felt like, yes.
0: Yes. I mean, it, numbers weren't pretty, of course. He rushed for 100. Taysom Hill will do that. Um, but he throws four picks, a couple touchdowns. I mean, he was honestly the entire offense, pretty much, for the Saints. And obviously, it was not enough when you throw four interceptions. You're not going to win a game, or most likely
1: not going to win a game. I mean, kind of an unforgettable hurdle. uh, One of those things that he pulls out every once in a while when he's got a full head of steam, and you're like, Jesus Christ, uh, Payson Hill's got something. And then, you know, full out. Uh, gets a terrible sack, or throws another pick, or something happens, and you're like, that's why you shouldn't pay him forty Whatever million. Whatever you pay him. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it was. Uh, part- Micah Parsons wreaking havoc. Taysom Hill dropping dimes on the defense. Hey. In a bad way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was the Cowboys game. It felt like there was no life, and then there was a big Tony Pollard touchdown run. And then the Cowboys kind of ran with it without big Mike standing there on the sideline.
0: Hey, he's not crushing watermelons or talking about monkeys or whatever that was, but they got the job done anyway. Love it. Love it. Yeah. They had a bunch of people out, um, right. A bunch of coaches. I think it was, I know Mike was out. I think Amari Cooper was, Amari Cooper was back. Didn't play too much. Had one big catch, one big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise didn't do much. Um, so a couple return there. Zeke, uh, I, I don't know what to make of Zeke. His early season progression steam is kind of a uh, kind of fallen to the wayside. It looks like Tony Pollard is, I mean, they're still splitting carries, but Tony Pollard looks like the more explosive back
1: here late later into the season. Absolutely. I think Zeke's still, you know, dealing with his uh, injury. I think he tweaked his knee uh, in the previous game. So there's definitely been a Tony Pollard couple of weeks. Nonetheless, expect Zeke to get healthy and to reclaim his, like, you know, his number one role in the offense, probably a 60-40 split, especially with, you know, the emergence of Tony Pollard. He's not getting – He's
0: not a featured guy anymore.
1: Well, he's not going to get thrown off the game plan either. Yeah, that's true
0: as well. Yeah, he won't. I mean, you can't throw Zeke off. They pay him right. too much money, whether yes. they should or not. They pay him too much money to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, Dak. Dak looked decent, looked solid. Um. You know, not a lot of big plays. Weird plays. Uh, yeah.
1: Questionable from your from an MVP, you know, standout ish. Top 10 ish. Probably. Would you have to say up top of your head? T- yeah. Off, you know, it's, Seth, really quick. Just name off your top 10. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to do that. <laughs> nice try, Owen. Oh nice try. I don't think I could either, honestly. Now know, Owen.
0: I, I don't know if I told you this earlier, but we're doing our top top five A and B MVPs later this week.
1: Yeah, I have that fully prepared and written down and I'm you know, totally I thought you were trying already.
0: to uh, trying to goat me into that one. <laughs> revealing my list.
1: No, not but a, I may no, or may not have
0: revealed not. that to, to the rest of the group, which I should. So you guys can oh,
1: pretend to prepare. I will absolutely be prepared. Because I'm not, you know, top sit, top five B a little bit easier to do. Top ten, 10? geez. When you get past top five, it's like you're really reaching down. I, I would like... probably
0: I would put Dak in the top ten. Sure. Yes. Top five, probably not.
1: No. Uh well it, again, it's like it's a little iffy, but I don't think so. I honestly
0: way. think the MVP race this year, right now, at this point, is tough. Like there, there's no clear cut
1: person at this point. It's uh Brady. Really? I think that's the most clear cut. I think I mean, Roger, Roger. Yeah. We're straying into deep conversation that really should be had tomorrow. And tomorrow's You're segment. Right. You're right. But let's I,
0: save that. Let's, let's okay. I will. Yes. <laughs> we are we are jumping the gun there. Good. All right. All right. Let's get back to the fastest 60 minutes. Boom. Okay. Boom. Boom. Let's go. All right. Cowboys, Saints, anything else to say on this one before we move
1: on to the no, next one? Cowboys needed it? Saints kind of needed it for their playoff hopes, but they're still, I, you know, they're technically James... in it, but, uh, I guess they're out of, it. Uh, well said yes, <laughs> they're in it, but they're not also at the same time. Uh, I mean, the Falcons
0: are still technically
1: in it too, so. That's why you said that exactly. So without Jameis, it kind of throws any hope. Uh, You know, we just need a Jameis huge upside type of year for Saints to have a long run in them. And that's just not what's going to happen. I think everyone's pretty clear. And
0: it was happening with Jameis too. And then he got hurt.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. So that's done. Dallas is kind of, you know, they're not, an overly impressive eight and four, but they're eight and four regardless. That's yep. a team that you know has the talent and the ability to be trouble. Uh, not sure they're a, a front runner in the Super Bowl contention for sure, but uh, they're going to make a play for a top seed here.
0: Yes, they definitely will. I mean, they're two games back from the Cards, a game back from the Packers, and the Bucks. For top spot, it'll be tough for them to do that, but um, they could, they definitely could. So, all right. Um, speaking of the Falcons and the Bucks, why don't we jump on over to the Benz, the Mercedes Benz Stadium,
1: okay.
0: where yeah. I don't
1: win.
0: The Falcons lost seventeen to thirty, but really, this game felt closer than the score was. Brady gifted uh, the Falcons. Um, an interception that was taken back, kind of a fluky play, but like it was two still yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a weird play, like I said, a fluky play, but it was gifted to them. I don't um, know if that was
1: just a admit, you know, Brady just did not even see him or know why he was there. Uh yeah. he kind of stepped back he was like, What the hell happened? And yeah, he just kind of picked it up off a shoe and went for the TD. Yep. So I mean
0: it did a three-point game at half, so it was 2017 at half. Uh, it pretty much was that way through most of the third, and then Brady and Grock do what Brady and Grock do and connect for a touchdown. They are now number three on the all time list, I believe it was number two, uh, number three, something like that. Moves for... them
1: past, uh, I believe Rivers and Gates for second most now. They okay. are at second most behind Peyton and Marvin Harrison. Yes. Um, yeah, no one can stop him, literally. And that was two touchdowns. They had two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, literally the second most prolific touchdown duo in history. That's something that you crazy will never be taken away. Gronk still looks like he's twenty six. You know, he's out there. Uh, uh, I don't know. How do you cover him? I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. You know, it. it's not even impressive.
0: I mean, he was four for fifty eight. So numbers wise, not huge. But he caught two touchdowns. He did it where it mattered. And everybody else did all the damage. Godwin did the damage. Evans, guys like that. Just Gronk is just too big and too physical. He's not even fast anymore. He was never really all that fast anyway. He's just too big and physical.
1: That Always it has like been. four yeah. guys to take him down. But then the red zone is just, I mean, I, I, I you know, you, you, we were saying this at the beginning of his career, still saying it now, nothing's changed. He's absolute, the most dominant threat in the red zone that has ever existed <laughs> that's just how it is and probably uh, another stat here for you south tom brady after sunday's win is now a perfect 10 and 0 against atlanta in his career how wow. that taste and this is only a second season in tampa yep you just combine all the random little times they played Atlanta, including the infamous Super Bowl. Oh, third best, third best record a QB has against any specific team. Uh, John Elway has 11 and 0 against the Patriots, Andrew Luck also 11 and 0 against the Titans. Yes, crazy,
0: that's crazy. But uh, good, good for Tom Brady, Owen. Good for Tom Brady. Woohoo. <laughs> Let's just add it to the just add it to the
1: to the list. Add it to the pantheon. Shall we? The pantheon is kind of, you know, unfortunately it's that's just how it is for for I you know, you can hate them. You absolutely can hate them. Zeus wasn't a good guy, but I mean, clearly the leader of the pantheon over there in Greekdom, but we got footballdom, Tom Brady sits alone and continues. But the, here's the thing. I mean, about the game specifically, Bucks didn't look all that like actually impressive. Uh, Atlanta kind of hung around and then uh and then the Gronk, the last Gronk touchdown kind of sealed us. Yeah, a little bit more of a dagger ish. But um there's they still look flappable. Um I'm not sure the the rest of the record, I think, is right up there with the Cardinals as one of the tops as our well, remaining strength of schedule. So we'll see what happens. They're still going to be fighting for for that number one seed, even though they're a couple wins away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be. And a I believe the here.
0: Packers have the technically have the tiebreaker over them for that second spot because they have the same record as of now, both nine and three. Um. So I believe, uh, but the Packers have the tiebreaker for number two conference spot. Conference record, I'm sure. Yeah, something um, like that. I don't exactly know. It's probably conference record, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yes, but um, yeah, I mean, clearly, uh, to me, it's the Bucks and the Packers that's kind of like those obvious Super Bowl contenders, and then the Cardinals are kind of like right there, despite their record. They're still, you know, there's still yep. lingering questions. It feels like, and they've had a light schedule uh, compared to the other two, so that's the Bucks. Yeah,
0: though. the Bucks have the Bills next week. Just kind of go over that Big schedule game. a little bit. You're talking about bucks are uh, the bills um the saints saints again which at this point kind of are non existent threat the panthers jets and panthers what, again
1: what was the what about the panthers
0: uh panthers are not very good
1: oh them. oh shoot i you put that sound effect in my ear i didn't know how you did that oh do you want me to do that again for you yeah just put you know electronically drop it in right at this moment deal Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, it's going to be it's just going to be a tight race. Tight tight race going down here. What's the next game? Give it to me. The next game. You want the next game,
0: Owen? Yes, please. All righty then. Let's jump into We're talking about the Cardinals a little bit over these first couple of games. So let's just jump into it, eh? Shall we? The Cardinals Bears I got a good glimpse of this one. This was on my local television Um, just because it's a division rival here in Wisconsin. So you're going to get a lot of those. Um, This game was not as close as the score indicated. Now we, we talked to Tampa Atlanta game. It felt closer than the 13 point swing. This was an 11 point swing, but really Cardinals pretty much dominated most of this game and just kind of let up a little bit in the second half, let that foot off the gas and gave the bears a little life there at the end. They had a garbage time touchdown, things like that. Um, but really, I mean, Cardinals, Kyler Murray comes back and just flat out destroys the bears.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, you, you know, you have to say that just based off the performance and it, it looked like that save for a few plays uh, it wasn't. It wasn't as weatherous as the Patriots Bills game <laughs> was on Monday. Yes, but uh, they were still dealing with something, you know, odd to the the Arizona natives, that like Kyler and D Hop and little old Cliff Kingsbury with his little red hood, a and little Red Riding Hood. It felt like I think. I, I think there were three or four times Kyla just straight-up dropped the ball uh, in a cold environment. Yeah. That happened on
0: both sides. I think David Montgomery yeah. and Andy Dalton had a missed exchange or something like
1: that. There's a few times that happened. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, one of those things kind of caught him off guard, and it's not really something that you can practice when you're in Arizona.
0: <laughs> yeah, you Unless get that you just dry
1: have- heat on there. Um, but it happened it's worthy of concern uh and it's surprising that it didn't bite them as much as it should have. obviously that's more, you know again the Bears continue to be just short of a dumpster fire every <laughs> week um, yes at least at least the lions had something to fall back on this week uh but, yeah other than that you know d hops back uh they connected pretty early on for a huge play that was a
0: beautiful i don't know if you saw that first one to to hop it was a beautiful catch initially ruled out they conferenced called it a touchdown and then they confirmed yep. it as well so it was a got beautiful play
1: got that toe in yep uh four touchdowns for kyler you know what can you say? Two two huge picks by those safeties. Uh definitely a lethal tandem. Buddha Baker is one of the fastest dudes in the league. And he almost ran too fast to take that pick to the house. He yeah. outran his blockers. He did, yes. Ended up getting tackled. If he would have just, you know, stood back a little bit, kind of weaved around, he would have made you know, it, like but- a running back would, just waiting patiently for the hole. See, that's why you can't get, you can't be too fast in the NFL. That's what it is. Speed kills you, yourself.
0: It's a, it's a two-edged sword right there.
1: There you go. Um, regardless, I mean, uh, I think Andy Dalton's done, uh, at this point. I think Justin Fields is back, so.
0: Yeah, I think he's practicing this week, um, which he probably, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend Andy Dalton a little bit here. Okay. Um. The he only did one. not look as bad as the stats show. He threw four picks. I would say half of those were on him, uh, and the other two were tipped. Uh, one went straight off Cole Komet's chest. I That's don't know right. exactly what happened. Hits him right That's in the right. chest, bounces off right in, I think that was in Tabuda's hands uh, with that long so. interception return. It just, I don't know, and there was another one There was a tip. Um, kind of thing. And it got intercepted too. So I would say half of those picks were on Andy and the other half were just fluke plays that kind of just shows how bad the bear season has gone this year. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely Justin Fields should be the guy. I'm not questioning that at all, but Andy Dalton's day was not as bad as the numbers would appear.
1: Fair. But it was enough to never think that the Cardinals were in danger. (laughs) No,
0: no, no, not at all. Not, not even close. Yeah, uh, you know, Jeremy's boy David Montgomery had a solid game. Um, there was a couple yeah. of times where he was trying to rip off some big runs and then just stumbled yeah. on the field, so some bad field conditions
1: over in Chicago. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, well, don't they don't have to worry about that next week coming to a, just a better field overall? You know, I would say
0: Lambo Field,
1: <laughs> all right, Homerism out of here. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, the, it was a win. They, you know, they kind of had to establish being back after the buy. Kyler D. Hop back. Everything is good in Arizona land. So, uh, quick like question I said, bef- before sorry. we move on with this one:
0: Is Nagy gone for sure at the end of the year? Gotta be. Yeah, gotta
1: be. I mean, there's there's a chance that, uh, you know, maybe they make Ryan Pace the scapegoat, but Her then goal. again, it's like when you get a new GM in, he's going to want to get his own, you know, I mean, we say that as kind of a cliche, like GM comes in, he, you know, GM wants to get his own coach and his own quarterback to, for his own, I don't know about legacy, but his own, you know, yeah. everything's his own, yep. his making. Um, I would say that both probably have to be out and let somebody a little more competent start with, Uh, Justin Fields and that's the thing is you're kind (laughs) of you're kind of looking like what looking for a guy like what they had in Matt Nagy in 2018 right when they hired 2018 there was kind of a little optimism like okay there's this young coordinator from uh, Kansas City Andy Reid's guy you know let's let's take him in let's let him lead and it started off good and then the double doink haunts his memories ever since and he's just the shell of a coach. So we'll see what happens to him, but is clearly nobody in Chicago land is backing him. So uh I mean yeah, I think it's over.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It it has to be. I mean Yeah.
0: Like many of the things you said, it's it, it's it, it it would be hard because you're talking about this coach quarterback connection. You bring in a new coach and they got Justin Fields, who they just drafted in the first round, and it seems like a legit guy so far. I mean, obviously, not enough games, not even close to enough games to prove anything one way or the other. But it has looked respectable in this first, you know, half of the season that he's played. I I don't think they would even look at replacing him. I mean, you would you would bring in a guy that would be like, "Hey, Fields is the guy. We're going to move forward with him," kind of thing.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. And let Dalton and Nick Foles go get backup contracts. Hey, elsewhere. yeah. Or, or you just keep Foles and move Dalton.
0: I would. You could do that, too. I don't know if he's happy about sitting around at third string right now. Well, he doesn't deserve a starting job. He might have a Super Bowl ring, and he might be a big part of that. But there's a reason why he's bounced between three teams now over the last
1: three years. Hey, here, here's, a, here's a little uh, – Here's a little transition job for you. Ready? Talk about backups in Philly. Uh, let's talk about quarterback controversies. Why don't we? Oh,
0: do we have a quarterback controversy at the city of brotherly love?
1: Man, I am Where going to say. Where is Jeremy on this? I'm thing? going to say absolutely because he is not here. <laughs> and he is not here to shove it in my face that they're not. Let's stir that. I'm pot. going to say
0: that stir they the absolutely
1: should freaking be. He
0: was Minshew magic, Minshew mania was back, brother, was back.
1: Yeah. I mean, quite clearly the best passing for performance that Philadelphia has had all season. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was what, perfect the first half?
0: Mm -hmm. First half, perfect, 11 for 11, and then like halfway through the third quarter was the first
1: incomplete pass he had. Three straight touchdown drives in the first half. Uh, had one incompletion, in, which was like a throwaway because he was getting pressured. Um Mincho's good. Mincho's good, dude. He's a gamer.
0: Yeah, he's definitely passionate, and he's got a good love for the game. I saw a post-game video highlight, whatever you want to call it, of him and his dad, and he was just mm-hmm. going crazy about it. I'm sure you saw that too, which was cool to see. Y- you love to see that kind of passion and-, and heart for the game. So he definitely has it. He looked pretty solid in Jacksonville. They just brought in the the best quarterback of the last twenty years, whatever. Trevor Lawrence was called. Um, Garden Minshew easily had the best game of any Jags quarterback.
1: Would be Jags quarterback on Sunday. <laughs> yes, yes. For again, for the probably the entire season so far. Um, now, again, this was the Jets. We are talking about the Jets and all the struggles and little intricacies that bring with it when you talk about the jets, but the offense ran how it should be ran. Uh, the passing perform- performance started early. The running game came right along with it. It worked hand in hand. They had 175 plus yards on the ground, Yep. even with uh Gardner slinging it like that. So, they're in the playoff race. This is what we know. Nick Sirianni says there's no controversy whatsoever. Jalen is our guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, pal. Once you get, once you start biting playoffs, are we still going to be hanging on to that that fear of the Carson situation last year? Or are we going to try to go win football games? You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. I I
0: guess. What if next week Jalen comes in, he struggles for a quarter and a half.
1: I don't know. I don't know why, why does it have to, why do we have to think about the, the mentals of the struggling guy so much when you got a guy who's proving it now, again, one week, it does have to have have to happen two or three weeks for it to be like legit, legit, a trend, a trend and not an anomaly or abnormality. Regardless, it's something that has to be thought of. Now, Sirianni in the media is like, no controversy. We're not doing it. Of course. We're just playing football with Jalen. Of course. But in the back of his mind, he's thinking like, okay, if Jalen struggles and we need to win games, this has to be an option. He was thinking about the party in the back, Owen. The party in the back. Yeah, Gardner's party in the back. Exactly. He was, he was absolutely thinking about that. He had cut that thing off, I think, at the beginning or in the offseason. Uh he grew it back then, at least. He's he's back. He came in with the top gun coat and the aviators and not all of it. And he was it was good times in Eagles land. Uh regard I mean on the Jets side. Man, I don't know. You can't even blame Zach Wilson because it's like the offense wasn't you can't expect he wasn't terrible.
0: 22.
1: I mean I mean not great, but he wasn't terrible. He's had worse games this year. He's you know, there's optimistic things you can look at with uh Elijah Moore. Seems like they have a good connection and something to build off of. Um, they're still missing, you know, obviously Makai Becton and Michael Carter, two huge pieces. Corey Davis is now done for the year. I did see that as well. Uh you know, it's just you can't expect much more out of Zach Wilson at this current state. You know, what I mean, no. they it just—it's just a bad situation. Uh, I think they probably know that. Probably better off more than past Jets organizations or front offices/slash leaderships. Um, so you know, they'll be—they'll be keeping an eye on it. It's just you can't expect much out of the Jets for the rest of the way.
0: No, no, not, in, not at all. I mean, they're going to be competing for a top five pick. I don't think they're they're not that low, but uh, I guess obviously the Lions would still be there, even though they had their um, first big hey, W of the season.
1: I think they're still four, and I think I think they're still in the fourth and fifth pick. Respective. Jets do? I think so. Uh, yeah, uh, dominating the top five then. The Seahawks won, so they're second pick might be like six or seven, but Seahawks need to tank, tank it. Yeah. And that pick that they traded uh, to the jets or the, that player that they traded the pick to the jets for now also out for the season came in today, Jamal Adams. Yes. Surgery. He is out. That is true. Yeah. Which is too bad to see. Um.
0: Anyways. Yeah. All right. You know what? Let's move on to a game I just hinted at. The Detroit Lions. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions for not going 0-18. 0-17. Couldn't
1: have done it, have done it without you, man. I mean, we, this is a great team win, man. I mean, we're just here biting kneecaps, and we're going to bite another one, and I knew we'd get a freaking win in here, man. Was that good? or?
0: That I loved it. That was, that was dead on. That I'm <laughs> I almost started crying. He did. I mean, he, he did. did cry. Cry. Yeah, man. He, he did. He did. Absolutely. He, he is all about that. He's passion
1: right there. Now, you can't fault him because he did end up, and it was a horrible tragedy at the Oxford School. Immediately comes out. He's not celebrating in the media, and he dedicates the game ball to the, yep. the shooting victim. So, of course, yep. he cried. Many people did regardless the game itself man do the vikings suck huh you know they had i think
0: i said it too they had their super bowl what two weeks ago against the packers when they won
1: should not have won hold on don't don't that was hey that's not the podcast line that's just the emotional packer fan speaking but please continue as long as we note that all right you know what that's right. It, it comes out once in
0: a while, okay? <laughs> yes, it does.
1: And I'm there. legitimately
0: I'm that might have been. That's probably going to be their 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 top moment of the year. As a Vikings fan, you you that probably is.
1: That's the that's the one you point to. I would say
0: yes. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, legitimately, we know a Vikings fan, and uh, we talked to him before this Vikings Packers game, and he had predicted that they would lose in the Vikings fashion. And they didn't, actually. They reversed that, and they won in lieu of Vikings, in lieu of Kirk Cousins,
1: things like that. And then they lost uh, due to Vikings things to the 49ers, and then lost deeply, deep, 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 deep cut to the Lions here. This is just a big old, like, unrecoverable. You know, I think they're probably that's another thing like the the playoff race is still technically going for those last two spots, I would say. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I mean, for for like a team, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't want to speculate on chemistry, but. There's so much, you know, there's a time I don't know what Kirk's contract is up uh, or is is like, I think he's got one more year on it, I think. Next
0: year, and then he's done, I believe. I know I looked this up earlier this year when we were discussing it. I think he's got one more year, but you're right. I mean, they're pretty close to just a total rebuild. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'll back up. Not a total rebuild because they have weapons, but maybe a change at quarterback and head coach, of course.
1: Yeah, like the veterans they'll hold on to just because they're Vikings faithfuls or they'll hold on to what they can. Um, but you said that's, this is the loss that you point to as a Vikings fan. I think this is the law. Yeah. As a Vikings fan, you point to this loss when Zimmer gets fired. Like what's the reason Zimmer gets fired and you just come back to like, we all knew at this moment, I think it's time this experiment, um, the, the mad scientist, uh, on the defensive end cooking up. pressures and no one knows what he's doing and then they they cover the back five yards of the end zone the end zone's 10 yards and they leave the front five yards open just a perfect little hook pattern there i'm on i
0: think he he comes out and says i just i couldn't believe that they weren't covering the first couple that they weren't covering the goal line they were uh, like you said covering the back half of the end zone and he does a quick little curl and he's just sitting there wide open
1: Yeah. uh, It's, it's tough. It's tough. This is a team that, you know, I've week to week, year to year. I've actually, you know, liked from a general standpoint uh, when I take my biases out. I mean, definitely a
0: talented team. I think we've talked about that multiple times, the talent that they have on this team when
1: fully healthy, of course. Exactly. Uh, Who there are a couple of people, I think, there, there are many people out for this game, I believe. Patrick Peterson, uh, someone left early in this game, too. I think, can't remember which one, but Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr, they were all out. Cook was uh, out. Obviously, Griffin and uh, Hunter were, were out. We knew that coming into it. So that's just a lot of all-pro uh, nods right there that you're missing on your defense. So yep. um, credit to that or excuses earned in in, in a sense. Um, but it's just it's it's just tough, man. Like this this group of guys here, uh Jared, uh Dan <laughs> Campbell came out at the end too. He's like, you know, Jared effed up a few times. He threw a couple bad passes, but credit to him. Uh drove down 80 yards in the final, you know, two minutes. I think he had 80 passing yards in a minute or two with that big touchdown and Sealed it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there was a team that the collective of America was rooting for harder than the Lions in that final second.
0: Oh, yeah, it was it was good. It was entertaining. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I uh, caught a glimpse of this game, uh, the end of it. And uh, I I didn't think they were going to do it. I I really didn't. I was like, they're going to be so close, like they have so many times this year and they're just going to fall short and just not get it again. Uh, but they did. They got it. Vikings did what they like to do and they just kind of handed uh, handed the Lions an early Christmas present.
1: Exactly. And it's like especially the fact that you see there how much they're all celebrating and it just looks like a team that hasn't given up on a on the coach who despite uh not having a win in the first 11 games, uh it looks like they're growing something. Mm-hmm. So say what you want about the season but there's positives in there there is uh just like i predicted at the beginning of the season they just look like a kind of a tryout type of year where you really grow up your young guys obviously swift is a big guy that you want to keep going and met for a Look, unfortunate yep. for the hurt or the injury and then penny sewell obviously but um they're gonna start shuffling more guys in and out they've they got draft picks, they're gonna keep going building this thing, and uh good old Dan Campbell. Dan the kneecap Campbell will be a guy that we have in our men- mentioned on this podcast for years to come. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred
0: percent. All right, that? let's jump to another game with a team going through some growing pains, Owen. You talk about growing pains. A young team, a young, exciting team struggled on Sunday mightily. Well, I was back and forth a little bit down big, came back big, but then fell big again. I think, you know, where I'm coming at. I think so. Talking about the LA chargers and the Cincinnati Bengals, two young hotshot quarterbacks at the helm, two young hotshot teams. Really? Um, Chargers were struggling the last two weeks. Bengals have been hot. Uh, but the Chargers look like the better team on Sunday. 41-22, um, to 22, like I mentioned, the Bengals came back and actually I think we're ahead. They were for a short period of time at the end of the third quarter, things like that. Um, but the Chargers stormed back in the fourth, scored a few touchdowns, and pretty much just put it away uh, due to some mistakes by a young Bengals team like I was talking about but
1: this was an entertaining game back and forth a bit yes yeah big time uh definitely we okay so we we released the juice we loosed the juice was this one of them on the Bengals so we all got burnt um they let the chargers score the first 24 points. Now you say that you're like okay, not many teams are going to win a game when you let the opposing team score the first 24 points. Well, that didn't matter in a sense because the game straight back third quarter uh Joe Mixon on the back uh Joe Burrow playing through that pinky, I don't know if you've seen that thing how bloated uh, yeah, he...
0: I saw a picture at the end of that. It just was uh, like
1: Two thumbs and one, and he's just sitting there like he. And I think he was the one that said it. He's just like, I'm. I'm just holding it behind my back, so you know guys aren't looking at it, or I'm not looking at it, and we're just playing ball, going, going forward.
0: Did he jam? I don't. I don't remember what happened. Did he
1: jam it on something? Or I. I well, I thought he threw it. You know, one of those classic threw it and smack the Follow down, through, like through jam the helmet, kind of like Taysom did against the Cowboys. And broke all his fingers, it looked like. um, Yeah, but he played through it. They were coming back. And then the big fumble from Mixon prevented yep. any last-second comebacks. Uh, 61 yards to a score for L.A. kind of. It just cemented. bounced right
0: into his lap pretty much. Yeah. You saw the highlights of that. Mixon's – it was kind of – it was a weird fumble to me. But really? it just bounced yeah. right into Campbell's hands, and he just, like – walked into the end zone, 60 yards, walked into the end zone because nobody was near him. Yeah.
1: And I and I say Mixon kind of carried him to that point, but well, that's not true. I mean, T. Higgins, like, kind of having himself a day, almost did. 40 yards with a touchdown.
0: And Jamar Higgins, Chase like, dropping a couple big balls. I mean, what happened? It, the first he, half of the season, he was catching everything, but lately it's just kind of been a bit of a struggle. Like I said, growing been kids, in and out of it.
1: If truly yeah i don't know maybe it's the cold now that the cold's coming back up it's kind of hitting them a little bit and especially cincinnati yeah. outdoors the infamously the only team without an indoor training facility which uh, is odd yeah yeah because the ownership does not like spending money um that's why they haven't won in years. <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah just it i thought it would be more of a back and forth And then it turned out kind of that way, but just, or it was high scoring, but it was just like, it was just odd how it it all ended up. But Herbert ends up getting the best of it uh, with three touchdowns and an interception compared to a touchdown and two picks on the other side. Uh, Would that game, is that the reason you pick Herbert over Burrow if you had to pick between the two? Was that game? game? Yeah. Not like, not like just how it shook out. Just like, Herbert's performance and his show of his like running around and evasion and big ball to, you know, Mike Williams. And, or is it, or are you still picking Burrow because of the feistiness and the elite? You the, know, I of- just, I
0: don't own good question. This one's tough. This one's tough between these two. I think they're pretty close. Uh, I think this could be a fun duo for years to come. Um, I'm gonna lean Burrow though. Okay. I'm gonna lean Burrow. Uh, I I just I don't know. I like the way he 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 looks more. I he looks more polished to me. He like you said, he's got that feistiness too. Um, he'll do whatever it takes. Not I'm not saying that Herbert wouldn't, but I don't know. I just like the way Burrow Burrow plays a bit more. I don't know what it is, but I lean towards Burrow, but really not by much. Uh, they're pretty even to me for the most part.
1: I'm, I'm with you in different ways. Yeah. Like we, you know, we talked about it just different skill sets, different styles in a sense. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just, it's coming. I always thought Burrow would be the better quarterback, but Herbert's just, that was one of those games for me where I watched them just right side by side. And I know they're not playing each other. That's not Herbert throwing the ball against Burrow throwing the ball. I get that. But just in the same game, watching Herbert do his thing just seems more like that's that's what today is. That's he's like the ultimate. Yeah. That's what you want. And then Burrow is just kind of more of a classic, uh, classic type of figure that you'd think, think of a quarterback as. So yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a weird mind trick that we all play on that really has nothing to do with actual football. And we're just sitting there, you know. But hey, it's uh, fun to talk about. I mean, you know. Yes, it's, it's exactly. Uh, this is definitely uh, spearheaded by a couple of big performances by the receivers. Obviously, you mentioned T. Higgins. Mike Williams also caught a few long balls. Uh, yeah. 147 yarder. Uh, Guyton and- made that big play, too. Yeah. As well. Herbert
0: just chucked that ball, what, 70 yards or so? <laughs> and uh, 44 just, yards. Is that all it was?
1: Uh, officially it was yes
0: okay but he was unofficially it was it was further than that for sure probably had to be at least 60 because he was on one side of the field and chucked it to the back corner or wherever it was to the other side it had maybe officially 44 but it had to be further than that
1: yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean yes from line of scrimmage to goal line yes it was 44 but uh yeah that was a heave and a half yeah it was it was Yeah, no, good game. I think this would be –
0: I think this would be a good rivalry. Two AFC teams, two young uh, playmaker quarterbacks, um, receivers out there. I think this will be a good rivalry uh, for a few years to come at least.
1: Yeah, one of those, uh, you know, not in the same vein of Peyton and Brady, obviously, but just one of those games where it's like, you know, they'll probably see each other in the playoffs every other year or they'll probably – Could be even this year. You know, they're going to see each other in the regular season once every couple of years. And it's just yep. they're always going to be these big uh, matchups because you can't see these teams the way they've played up to this point. Uh, the future is bright for both, obviously. Yes. 100%. All right. Let's move on to
0: the second hottest team in football. Owen. Do you Ooh. know who that is right now?
1: The second uh, hottest team in football? That would be uh, the third member. Of this, of this uh, draft class, is that where we're missing? Uh, the Tua Tongavaloa? Tua Tungvaluwa. Lefty. Lefty
0: power. Talk about my fandom coming out a little bit. Lefty. He got it done once again, Owen. Just proving a point to Jeremy, who hasn't been on this show for the last week and a half since Tua has become hot. I think maybe that's really what it is. He doesn't want to face the two of love.
1: Yeah, you you nailed it. I was thinking about it, but no, that's exactly the reason.
0: Yeah, no, I think the Dolphins, what, five in a row now it's been? Uh, For the Dolphins, six and seven after defeating the Giants 20 to nine. That defense is really
1: coming on. No one can score. It's so crazy. No one can score a point on them.
0: They uh, haven't given up 20 points, at least 20 points uh, since week eight to the Bills. Otherwise, they've given up 9, 10, 17, 10, 9. And one of those
1: games included the Ravens. So, Exactly. Um, and you want to talk so defense, definitely all around great. Uh, I think Xavier Howard had a pick in here, and he's obviously a stud. Um, yep. Another one coming up. We mentioned him a couple weeks in a, in a row. Jalen Phillips has now in the defensive rookie of the year conversation that will be won by Michael Parsons ultimately, but Jalen Phillips is there uh, another multi-sack yeah. performance. Uh, dude is just always there, um, but he's not the only rookie to wreak havoc in this game. Seth, what did you think initially about the Jalen Waddle pick over uh Devontae Smith at the time. We're talking draft day. You know, honestly, I, I, I liked it. There was like a lot it. of um criticism
0: coming out. I guess maybe criticism strong word, but um um but whatever the word may be, but against Devontae Smith and his small stature. Her? Um, uh, and Jalen Waddle, I mean, Jalen Waddle was also a risky pick cause he was coming off that big injury too. Um, yep. but he had a lot of upside. I think he was, uh, before his injury, he was rated better than Devonta. Um, and then that injury happened and things like that and kind of, um, took him down. Um, but man, he's been impressive this year. He's been very impressive. He is obviously Tua's favorite guy. Along with the Gasecki, of course, every young quarterback or every tight end is a best friend to the young quarterback. So
1: and then you add in the return of uh the forever potential of Devontae Parker. But he comes yes. back from injury, uh, immediately catches five balls for 60 yards, add that into the arsenal for Tua. Um, they got something going. It's not flashy, but it's efficient. It's like it Patriot ball. I
0: like that Owen. That's perfect. That defense carries the team and then offense does just enough to get the W. Now, obviously they're probably going to have to do a bit more if they make the playoffs, if they want to be a real playoff contender, but get yeah, Tua has looked great over these last few weeks. He's really coming into a rhythm. Uh, he's coming into his own. He's had a passer rating of over a hundred the last four weeks. Pretty good. uh, I mean, passer rating is not the perfect measure for a quarterback's performance, but it, it, you know, it's still
1: there. It's not, it's not to like rate quarterbacks on how like elite they are, but it is good in rating. Did they have a good game? And Tua certainly has been having a string of good games. Yes. Um, Compared that to the other side, uh, Mike Glennon did not have a good game. Uh, Daniel Jones was out with a neck injury. And they had exactly zero touchdowns. The poor Giants. Um, the I mean the defense played decent, solid. Uh, I mean, you uh, know, giving up 20 isn't terrible. Uh, you know, struggle in the red zone, but it's it is what it is when you're when your offense ain't doing shit. And the giants are the giants. Let's see if anyone gets fired there. Uh yeah. I think. I, Fandom's hoping that the GM gets fired. I know fandom doesn't like their, uh, the the coach general likability of the coach is not there, Joe judge, but, um, I don't know. I just don't even, I think, I think Jeremy is long said he's one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Yes. He said that for many weeks this
0: year and also has said that he hope he stays due to his (laughs) Eagles fandom. But, right. yes, no, he's right. I mean, he probably is one of the worst coaches in the league. Okay. I, I, right. I mean, I definitely – you can't disagree there. Um, honestly, I'd probably put Matt Nagy okay. up there as well. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a struggle. They They have some offensive talent. I mean, quarterback is obviously their biggest downfall. Uh, with Danny dimes um just not playing up to that number one pick potential, but there's a right. lot of controversy around that pick anyways coming out of Duke Duke right Duke guy
1: uh yes yeah yep. um,
0: yeah so there's a lot of controversy around that one um whether he should have been taken as high as he was obviously Mike Lennon was the guy in this one he's a backup for a reason um didn't play great um and Barkley, I guess, is doing what he can with a non-existent offense. And with pretty much every starting wide receiver almost out for them. Kenny Galladay was back. Uh, Slayton played, but Tony was out. Shepard's out. Um, yeah, I mean, just kind of a non-existent offense at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, that's That much can absolutely be said. So uh, maybe, maybe quarterback is first on the list in the offseason. We'll see.
0: Yeah, which is too bad. It's too bad because you, you know, I honestly always root for those young guys that kind of come in and a lot is thrown at them right away. And you like to see them succeed, uh especially when they go to these bad teams and they're kind of almost, I don't want to say set up for failure, but they're not thrown into good situations, which is why they're a top pick and they're expected to do all these things. No, Burrow is an exception. Or Herbert is. I mean, there's always going to be exceptions, but, um, you will also have those quarterbacks who struggle. Sam Darnold was one who struggled. Maybe it's New York. I don't know. the 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 lights are too bright. They need to turn down Broadway, I guess.
1: Yeah, both of both sides of the street there in New York. Yeah, I, I think so.
0: They're they're struggling. Zach Wilson, maybe though. I guess we'll see. Zach Wilson has looked better than than uh, Danny Dimes has. That's for sure. For sure.
1: Either way, the suck. Dolphins are
0: proven to be pretty good. Let's move. Yeah, on. They, they are. <laughs> A fringe playoff team at this point. I think they're still outside looking in, but they're close. It'd have to fall pretty well, but we'll see. Yeah. But let's go to another team that, in all, well, they're, they're in the playoffs. They're inside looking out. They just destroyed the Houston Texans on Sunday, though, thanks to another big game by their stud running back, who's probably the top non-quarterback MVP vote getter right now and probably should be in some people's top five AMB maybe a teaser for later this week I'm talking about the Indianapolis Colts and Jonathan Taylor is he going to be your number one Seth? is that what you're saying I didn't say that I said he should be in some people's top five and he should be
1: he should be the number one non-quarterback MVP That'll be an interesting discussion on how to rationalize that not being the case, but we will get there. Okay. For sure. I'll be excited for that one. But
0: anyways, this game, we don't have to spend much time on this game because the Texans are the Texans Davis mills, Tyrod Taylor. We all know they need a quarterback as well. Davis mills is probably not the answer. And, um, Carson Wentz, once again did just enough with Jonathan Taylor carrying the team.
1: Anything yeah. else need to be said about this game? Quite literally, that's all that he did. Yes, carried the team. Another uh, couple touchdowns here against the Tekken. Tekken's Against the Tekens? All right, De- there you go. Game Against the Texans. Uh, that's 10 straight games for Jonathan Taylor with a touchdown. Now, fifth all-time, uh, just trailing streaks by Hall of Famer, John Riggins, Hall of Famer, LaDania Tomlinson, Hall of Famer, Emmett Smith, and maybe should be Hall of Famer, Priest Holmes. Ooh, so just Priest Holmes. Three games can give him the sole lead. Two games can tie him for the lead. One more game with a touchdown will put him tied for second place. What do you think about that, Seth? Um, I hope he does it.
0: I think he's also one touchdown away from breaking the Colts franchise record for rushing touchdowns in a season as well. I believe I saw that one too. He's tied okay. right now with 16. He needs one more to break it with 17. Edmund James, I assume? Uh, no, it was an older back. Back in yeah. like 60s, 70s. It wasn't Edge, which I, okay. you, know, you figured it would be. He's probably okay. up there, I'm sure. Um, Surprise it wasn't Frank Gore, right? Never ending. Frank Gore. Uh, but yeah. Uh, no, anyways, regardless, he's uh, he's
1: uh, he's
0: fighting this weekend, so. He he's gonna he's gonna he's really gonna take some kneecaps out. <laughs> the Ron Williams kneecaps specifically. Hey, you know, hopefully not. I, that's. Are you gonna watch that game? Or game? Wow. Well, you gonna watch that match? I
1: might catch it at a buddy's house or something. Yeah, potentially. I don't watch boxing, but that would be one I would watch. I'm trying to remember actually if it's this weekend. Or not. It might be next weekend now. That I think about it. Regardless. Either way, it'd be fun to see Frank Gore in there, the old, the just the old, the old guy. <laughs> yeah, that's it, grandfather um, time or whatever that is. <laughs> knock somebody's lights out. We'll see that, um entertaining. The Anyways, missing back to this game. Quick yeah, bit. the missing piece we talked about. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, that's half of the Colts' game plan. The other half is to just let the defense do the rest, because it seems like everybody's forcing fumbles. In on that Colts defense. I think they've had a force fumble every single game this season or some crazy stat like that. Uh I don't know. It's something that's leading the league, or uh it's crazy. Yeah, they're all peanut punching. Hey. Uh there Darius they're, Leonard. That's it. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say Daryl Leonard. I was like, that's not right. What am I doing? Darius Leonard. That's right. I got you back on uh you know i got foggy brain still from the not covid that i had um always there's just something about his tackles that literally he doesn't even have to be trying for the ball and it's all of a sudden it pops out and he, he he's not like a ridiculous hard hitter he's very firm stern secure sometimes he does punch for the ball and uh yeah dude's crazy that defense is crazy Kenny Moore with a pick on the first uh play of the game kind of set the tone.
0: Yeah, I it's it's too bad. Texans, I think they had some some small hope until the Deshaun Watson news came out, of course, earlier this year. Um, uh, but then after that, it's just been a complete and utter train wreck for the Texans. And it's crazy yeah. too because they won their first game and Tyrod Taylor looked impressive in that one. And we're like, wait a minute. And then they're like, ah, just kidding. That game didn't count because we're just going to be terrible the rest of the year. No, oh, that's exactly it. But somehow they're not the they're not the worst team in the league record wise. Are are you are the Texans the worst team in the league? Uh, no, because they have two wins, I believe. Okay. If the Texans and the Lions were to play, who would win?
1: Maybe the Lions.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's Might what I'm saying. Lions. Are they probably the worst team in the league? Even though technically, yeah, they have two wins.
1: The Lions have one. Got it. Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you were legit asking. No, I no, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh yeah, I think in a betting situation, I would rather put my money. I'd be interested to see where the line falls, number one. Number two, it'd be more about who is getting points. Uh, but I think I would pick the Lions. Anything um under a minus three for the Lions, I'd probably take the Lions. Really? I think so.
0: I probably would too. Probably would too. Yeah. I would take the lion of the They've got one win, but they've had so many games where they've been so
1: close. Yep, eight points against uh, the Niners, week one. Two points against the Ravens, week three. Ten against the Bears. Two against the Vikings. Uh, nine against the Rams. Tied the Steelers. Three uh, lost by three to the Browns. Lost by two to the Bears. Finally pulled out a win to the Vikings. Only yeah. real, only two real, three real blowouts. Yep, and that was it.
0: Yeah. No, they've had so many games. That's what I was saying earlier. Like I thought the lions were going to do it again, where they're so close and then just don't pull it out, but they did this time. So I I would agree. I would take the lions over the Texans if the situation was right. All right, let's move on. We've talked about this game long enough. Let's move on to some more entertaining games. Shall we, Owen? Let's do that. Let's do it. I just want to make sure I've cleared all of the noon games, which I believe I have. So let's move on to our afternoon games with starting with the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, the black and blue division. And it was, uh, it was a slobber knocker back and forth. That is for sure. Steelers come alive in the fourth quarter and they score 17 points after pretty much having a non-existent offense the entire game and looking like the Steelers. Uh, And then the Ravens come back. Wild game I'm sure everybody knows about by now. Ravens come back, score at the end of the game, kick an extra point to tie it, go to overtime. Harbaugh, I don't exactly know the reasoning. I missed that on why they went for two. They go for two, miss. Steelers win the game. Do you have the reasoning,
1: Owen? It's interesting, especially considering you have Justin Tucker, uh, who, you know, as automatic as it gets. But I believe it was just to be a divisional statement where you're like, okay, we got down here. We're two yards away from a win. Do we want – like he's probably one of those things. Harbaugh is notorious for hyping up his his boys because he knows what they're going to say. But he's like, you guys want this? And they wanted it. Uh, they were originally going for one, they kind of set up for one, but I think they called a timeout or somebody called a timeout. Yeah, Uh, I think you're right. But they dialed it up and they had it. That's the thing though. You know, they had the play. It worked to what they wanted to do. Scheme worked. Andrews was open. He would have had the touchdown, uh, had his arms been Kevin Durant length (laughs) because Lamar and still not a great, not a great day for Lamar. Um, Be you know you you take that final drive serious like you you need to be a stud quarterback to do that but it just overall not a good day yeah and uh he's just he was missing guys kind of left left and right a bit um after huge plays and just misses andrews off the tip of his fingers if he would have just put that one right in his you know Right in the old bread basket you could say that too yes bread basket uh that's that's a that's a two point that's a game win uh, and that's an absolute knife to the heart of the Steelers it would have been yeah it would have been what that's... a rivalry statement that would have made too because that so it's almost like that's a worthy gamble in my books just to think of it that way where it's like do we really want a chance Whatever happens in overtime, say Pittsburgh wins a coin toss and then drives the field and gets a touchdown, or we're again, we're literally two yards away from getting the win right here. We got one play, two yards. Let's just go get it. You know, that's what you call go big or go home. Yes, exactly.
0: And then went home the big fat L, <laughs> and you still give the Steelers hope for the playoffs crazy enough as up and down as the Steelers have been this season, they're still right in it for a playoff spot. Yep. I can't remember exactly where they are in the, in the, um, they were in the picture, but they're pretty they, close.
1: They were number one. Are you talking Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking Baltimore my phone. Yeah. They're, Baltimore was one until Monday night and they dropped to three. Uh, Pittsburgh is not only a game and a half back, from Baltimore just in the division. So I can't imagine that they're much or really far out at all uh, at six. They're six, not. I'm, I'm I pulled five up in one as
0: you were, as you were yapping there. Um, There's six, five, and <laughs> God, <laughs> they're six, five and one. And um, the bills are in seven now uh, with their loss to the Pats. They're seven and five. So they're, Pretty much a half a game behind the Bills. That's right. That
1: is right. And yeah, they're, they're made... a game
0: behind the Bengals, too. So they're right there still. They're still right there.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's good news. Maybe uh, the news that old Big Ben uh, is planning to retire after this year is like is a little, lighting a little fire. Maybe it was a plant. And maybe he's not going to say it publicly at all, and then they win the Super Bowl, and he's like, what do you mean, guys? I never said that. <laughs> or, or he could go out like that. That would be the
0: smart way to do it. That that's, would how, be that's how the bus did it, Jerome Bettis. They won the Super Bowl, and he's like,
1: I'm going to Disney World, and I'm going to go sit on the beach. Ray Lewis, you know, uh, did that a couple years ago when they got their win in yep. uh, 2013. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Steelers defense got some life. Uh, I know TJ Watt entered some rare air. Uh, he was all he,
0: over the field on on uh, Sunday, chasing down Lamar. He
1: might be defensive player of the year leader at the, this very moment. I think I called um, that. I think he did. Uh, recorded three and a half sacks in just this one game. I believe he missed a couple games. He did this year. He's uh, missed recently. two or three, and he's still at sixteen for the season. To this point. and a career high already. Yes, fourth straight year that he's had at least thirteen sacks. Uh, just the second player in NFL history to do that. A uh, little trivia question, little tease trivia, Seth. Uh, who was the only other player to record thirteen sacks? Uh every year in a four-year stretch you know i feel like this is a trick
0: question uh like it's probably his brother jj um but i'm gonna go i'm gonna change up my answer four years of 13 plus yes Uh, it's not khalil uh because he had probably about a two years you know i'm gonna go jj
1: jj what is your guess And, boy, was it close for J.J. Watt. Injuries ruined his fourth season, I believe. Ah. And then he had, like, on and off, you know, ever since then. If you counted games, like, in games that he actually played and you just counted, like, (laughs) his his 32-game stretch of games he played, he probably would, yeah, be leading. But we're talking about none other than – the minister of defense himself. Hey, all right. Reggie White, who actually did it twice. Ooh. two eighty-five 85 to 88, and then again in 90 to 93. So one with the Eagles, one with the Packers? Uh, was he even with the Packers in 93? I think it was after that. I, wasn't it just Ooh. after that he got?
0: No, 80, you might 93? be right. You might be right. It might have been. He came in ninety two and ninety three. You looking it up because I was about to uh, fact check myself there as well. Yeah,
1: we're both. Uh, I think we're both looking. <laughs> looking up. Uh, uh, he yeah. came in ninety three. Yep. Yeah. So in nineteen ninety three, uh, would have been his first year with Green Bay, and his where last he re- year of the streak where he recorded thirteen sacks. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolute domination. From the minister of defense, and then he has finishes out the rest of the year in his career, you know. And I remember having that argument with old Jeremy. Oh trying to yeah, he'll, from us. he'll die on that Philly bed, that's for sure. And you know the stats, you know, point against us. But uh, I'll forever remember that Super Bowl that hey. I was not barely alive for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you will forever remember that, Owen. Okay. Yes.
1: Correct. Don't let anybody take that away from you. uh back to your tj watt obviously again like you said joins rare company there um yeah pittsburgh's in a good spot Mickey fitzpatrick uh ends up with another pick uh right in the opening drive as well which spelled doom for baltimore kind of early on yeah but um freeman he he's had a bit of a little a mini resurgence this year a little bit, uh, him and Latavius Murray, kind of, kind of a good tandem there of old guys, yeah, in the Baltimore backfield, serving as the sixth and seventh string running backs for Baltimore the Baltimore. Whatever year. they may be, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they didn't bring in AP. Uh, well, they, they must be settled in on on Devonte and Latavius by this point, though.
1: Yeah, know? and they had even they definitely didn't have enough room because they just had to get rid of Le'Veon a week That's or two true. ago. Uh, the big trio yeah. right there. Wow, wowza! Uh, yeah, it is, but it was a good game. You know, good game. Love the nail biter at the end. Love. I, again, like I said, is this I their love... second
0: game this year? Uh so they have another one?
1: Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look
0: that one up. I hope Please they do. have another. I hope this was the first one. I really do. I don't I want to say that they already played. Nope. They play the last week of the season. Ooh, that'll be fun. Excellent. Yes. That'll be fun. Yes, it will be. Cool. Probably to decide division.
1: There'll be some it, playoff seed implications m- there.
0: It definitely could. All right. Let's move on to another divisional game. Shall we, Owen? Another don't. Sunday afternoon. At Lumen Field, I assume that's where Seattle plays.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely not the name I remembered, but I think no. That, yeah, yeah, you're uh, right.
0: You know what? Let me look it up here. Okay. So it was Century Link? Okay, and then changed to Lumen Field last year.
1: Got it. I remember all the way back to when it was like Quest Field. Yes. I think. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Same. Yes. For many years, it was all right. Anyways. The Seahawks offense comes alive in this game, scores 30, defeats the Niners 30 to 23. And maybe I don't I wouldn't say squashes, but really puts a damper on the 49ers' playoff chances.
1: Uh, After losing a divisional yeah.
0: game to a poor
1: Seattle team up to this point. Yes. Uh so you're you're saying Niners not one of your top not gonna make it. If you had to take three teams of the NFC to make wild card, they're not one of them. Three teams in the NFC to well, make the wild card. Rams, you know, kind of a pretty much a lock to that spot.
0: Rams, yes. Um, because they probably won't win the division. Um Rams won honestly, just the way I think it'll end, I could see Philly being a second one. Um I mean, the Niners are still right there. They're probably they're probably still in it, technically. Um, you know, I'm going to look it up right now, Owen. Yeah, get that playoff hunt graphic. I do. I'm pulling it up right now. And you know what? They are. They are still the seventh seed. Washington is sixth uh, after their latest W on Sunday. Uh, and the Niners are seventh with the Eagles right behind them at six and seven. And the Niners are six and six. Are you personally picking the Eagles over the Niners, if you had to guess? Um, if I, I would at this point, I would take the Eagles over the Niners, um, just because of the division and the division remaining division games. Of course, Washington has played really well lately, um, so they make a compelling case, uh, for another spot too. I don't know. This is tough. It's tough. Got it. Um, um... Niners are right in there. I would say. It's going to come down probably to the Eagles, Niners, Washington for those last two spots with the Rams taking it. I don't see the Vikings taking it. And you can forget about the rest of these teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. So. Um, 49ers. Interesting, weird wave of highs and lows they've been riding here. Um, they've just been running the ball all over teams these past few weeks. Uh, it's kind of, it was interesting to see Jimmy G actually get pressured in this game. And a safety. Uh, safety included. Uh, and then two ugly, ugly interceptions. Yeah. Uh, and then lead, leads to the game winning, the game ceiling touchdown uh, at the end there for Seattle. Um, they just, it was, they kind of, it was one of those games that they gave. They gave up to Seattle, I would say. Uh, it was their game to win, and they kind of handed it to him because of the turnovers and just mistakes in general. Uh, opening kickoff of the second half, they lost the fumble. Uh, what was the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was that was the safety I was thinking of too. In yep, the third. Half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was good to see. I mean, positives. George Kittle, his first game that he came up big. Uh, and he came up big early on 181 yards and two touchdowns for the guy. Um, think- about the only player doing anything in that front, uh, especially it looked like Elijah Mitchell almost looked like they just lost him with an ugly. I think it was a concussion, right? I uh, believe so. Yes. Yes, I think he was. In, he's in protocol still. Questioning whether he'll be playing. He probably, I would be surprised
0: if he plays this week, but I guess you never know with concussions. Sometimes it takes a couple of weeks. Sometimes they come back the week after.
1: And they're obviously still missing Debo, um, who is their main focal point on offense, their X factor, yep. if you will. So uh, in a sense, they did what they did, what they could with what they had. Uh, but uh, they falter. Against Seattle once again, that's four straight losses Kyle Shanahan suffers to Pete Carroll. Might Sunday. have saved Pete Carroll his job. Probably uh, not, but maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. What a what a turn around that would be. Seahawks get to eight and nine on the year, and Pete Carroll stays in position. And Russell Wilson though gets the f- out of dodge. Yeah, one of them has to go. Uh ah, it's a, it's a weird spot to be in for sure. Uh but I mean, you know, at least the fake punt was fun. That was. That was. You what don't a see Homer many Homer move that was. You don't see many direct snap rushes on a fake punt go straight to the house. Like it was just there was no option. Just straight shot down the middle. Pretty much. Pretty much, he kind of weaved around just to get the blocker in front of him, take the returner, and he just sidestepped and went in.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was entertaining. Entertaining. All right, but uh, Owen, let me ask you this quick before we move on. Are Are you keeping the Niners in the playoffs? You asked me that. Let me ask you that. I think,
1: uh. Well, when healthy, at as currently built, when healthy, yes, I think the Niners are a better team than the Eagles. Um, injuries will be the death of this team. Uh, they're another team that is working on their like third, fourth, fifth running backs. Yes, uh, it looks like Trey Sermon's on the injured reserve now. He is and out, I think, for Jeff, the year actually. And Jeff Wilson, uh, I think, was hurt as well. Yep. So it might be starting Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty on Sunday uh but just another team where that's the thing though I say that but when I let up on this game I mentioned like this was the first game in a couple weeks that for three four weeks that Jimmy G got pressured at all yeah and that's really all it took to to keep it close and have a bad wit, a bad team really in Seattle take the win so He's like the West coast version of Kirk cousins. I, well, you know, in a way, yes. Um, take the prime time out of it. Um, uh, I would still lean San Fran over Philly myself. Yeah, I get it. I get it.
0: I mean, they're definitely, I mean, more talent laden and, and probably overall a better team. Um, Philly just feels like the hot pick right now. All right, let's move on. We have a few games left to cover. Let's move on to a couple of fringe playoff teams. One I just talked about already, Uh, the Washington football team and the Las Vegas Raiders. Both teams looking at the playoffs. One currently in one just out and maybe out for the rest of the season. The Raiders, they lose 17, 15, Not a high-scoring, very entertaining game. A lot of Daniel Carlson for the Raiders kicking a bunch of field goals. Uh, Just couldn't get it done. They could not get it into the end zone. Cost them a W, pretty much. This is another
1: one of those games where it's hard not to think that uh, FedEx Field has something to do with the low-scoring numbers. It keeps getting pumped out. Uh, I guess there was... Couple couple weeks back, there was a there was a, a drainage or a sewer pipe in the stands that just broke and started spraying over. Really, some fans. I did not hear that one. That was caught on viral. Uh, and now, I believe the opposing locker room uh, had a had a uh, sewage pipe burst as well. Just shit water running all over. <laughs> nice. Um, and then I think field that- is in tip top shape. No, that
0: franchise is... Uh, is, is that a the, representation of the franchise,
1: Owen? Is that, what the, is that it, what the stadium is saying right now? It feels like it. So when they come out in a couple months and they finally announce a new name, uh, you got to think that they should be thinking about a new stadium at the same time. Because, boy, is it a mess, literally. Uh, and maybe a new owner while you're at it. Why not? Just clean house. Hey, do The triple whammy, the
0: triple whammy, yeah. Uh, but you know what? They might make the playoffs, Owen. They
1: still might make the playoffs on the back of Taylor Heineke. Your hey, guy, I, I like him. I like him. Playing, much pretty to good Jeremy's ball.
0: dismay, I'm becoming a fan. Like I said, playing
1: pretty good ball. Uh, had his fourth quarter interception, uh, which is very you know, young Brett Farvesk, uh, who he likes to model after, who we have mentioned. Uh, definitely helped the Raiders grab the lead on that that pick at the end because there wasn't much scoring to be had here. No. Um, but had a game-winning drive of his own at the end, 44 yards down the field, uh, and set up the kicker uh, who was bagging – Uh, shopping carts or something in the last couple weeks uh, before getting called up after uh, Joey Sly writes. The block kick. Joey Sly chased it down, hurt his hammy, or tore his hammy, or pulled, whatever. Sadly. Uh, He ain't playing. Uh, And then they got this guy, Washington. All right, He lives in the area. Got him off the street, pretty much. And he First kick ever in the NFL is a game winner for Washington, Boom. his hometown. Uh <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like I didn't see much of it on red zone channel at all. Uh in until the lead see, probably at until the end, the Raiders got that touchdown, and uh Heineke had to come back down and uh or yeah, the Raiders got the lead, Heineke on that final drive is really all I got to see live of this game was that field goal.
0: But, but like I said, not a lot to see here. Just a lot of, uh, a lot of field goal kicks. Washington put it in the end zone a few times. Raiders yeah. uh, just another disappointing year. So close, but, uh, they're probably out of it now.
1: You would say, um, they're pro- yeah, they're fourth in the division. um, and they technically they're only
0: like a game behind um but right right or two games behind the chiefs two games in the division i think a game out of the wild card
1: okay but that's so hard because there's so many teams there's a bunch of teams right and they don't feel like the better of the bunch no not at all right nope so and you know just when you thought like you know without without darren waller they're still going to be able to put up points like they did on Thanksgiving. And then um, Deshaun Jackson, poor Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. And Zay Jones dropped a few, a couple long bombs. They're not, it's not for lack of trying. They're trying to get the ball to Zay Jones there too. Um, but That is true. Ha- haven't made it happen um, since. So we'll see. I don't know. It's one of those streaky teams. They can come out, put
0: another 30 up. They could, week. they could. And that's the thing. I think they're talented enough. They get Darren Waller back, I think that could change things too, but I agree. I think they're out looking in, uh, let's jump to a game, uh, where we have one team that's pretty much locked for the playoffs and one team that's probably locked for a top five pick. We don't need yeah. to spend a lot of time on this one. It was a blowout Rams 37 to seven over the Jags. Probably the, the game, the Rams needed. Yeah. Maybe they get right game to jump back into things.
1: Uh, yeah, this was a Rams game. Uh, you know, we talked about it. They are the team this year that beats up on bad teams. That's, uh, that's the Rams. One of the rare, uh, we are, or they are who we thought they were both of them. Both teams exactly what we would thought happened. I think we did lose the juice. Uh, no Jeremy picked it, picked the Jaguars. That's right. That was a mistake. He picked them plus 13. Uh, you know, you're still at 20, uh, 17 points off, but I won't blame them too much. Um, yeah, that's, it's what they needed. They got the points. Stafford's throwing it around. Uh, Michelle plays entirely in, in relief of, uh, Daryl Henderson, which was, uh, good to see that he can do it. He got quite a bit of work. Uh, But it looks like Henderson should be coming back. He looked good.
0: He looked good for replacement or, you know, jumping in. Uh, I guess my one question for you is Odell caught a touchdown, but Odell still has not really made any kind of difference for this team. Really? Um, He had the one big play over the Packers and that was really about it for him in that game. Like I said, he caught a touchdown here, but he just really has not done that much for that Rams offense. Do you think, Anything will grow, or is this kind of like what we're going to get from
1: Odell for the Rams? You're going to get from Odell – well, what they're looking for is just a couple of big splash, uh, huge plays from Odell. Uh, just, just some good work as well. <laughs> uh, they're not getting Cooper Cup. He's not going to be the Cooper Cup of any team. Um, maybe in the coming years he can be a focal point, but really – they're just focusing uh on getting him in the right position. Uh I know they've taken shots. A couple of them have just been misses yep. by Stafford. They're still working on that thing going on. But this, you know, this week they connected finally. Uh get some goodwill carried over. But um definitely it shouldn't be a hot button topic, but um maybe still worthy of mention because he's still, you know, I, I would say even Van Jefferson. I didn't see the stat sheet, but just the way it looked. I think Van Jefferson still played more technically. I uh, probably I mean he did he, I mean re- reception wise he did get he got six for forty one. Odell had two for twenty eight. Yeah more
0: targets like you said, the stats were better. I mean, yeah it, it's gonna be a nice trio. cooper cup is is gonna be the guy there. Uh, and then you just kind of sprinkle in everybody else. Higby in there as well. Jefferson, Odell will be your your next ones. And when Daryl Henderson's back, you'll sneak him in there too. So uh, overall, I mean, going to be a dangerous o- offense, dangerous team. Like I said last week uh, after the Packers-Rams game, I would love to see a rematch of these two in the playoffs again. They did it last year. Packers came out victorious. Um, I, I think it would be a fun rematch. I think it would be a fun back and forth game.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, the defense was obviously still pretty pissed off from their last performance, and and they came out and absolutely—it showed. It showed. Yeah, put the chokehold on. So uh, it will be whoever. I mean, whoever they face in the playoffs could be. Could be the very, Cardinals. Uh, it could be the Cardinals. Uh, I think they got another game against the Cardinals coming up, don't they? Next week, it's
0: going to be a big one.
1: There you this, go. This
0: might this might decide the division. Cards win that, they probably lock it up. But if the Rams win that game, it's anybody's division still. Yep. Because I think they'd um, only be down a game. Anyways. Correct. Correct. Let's move on to Sunday night football. That's right. We are there. We are almost there, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday uh-huh. night football. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, uh Didn't do too much. Chiefs won 22 to 9, pretty much locked up the division now um, after this W. Teddy didn't look great. Teddy didn't look terrible, but didn't look great. Off balance. Yes, that's for sure. Um, Mahomes didn't look great. Still not looking great. I mean, he has a couple splash games in there, but still the offense is still, still not clicking
1: we i think we, that's the biggest
0: takeaway from this game
1: yes yeah well for me it's the continued actual like improvement of the defense uh and how much of a so. rock star some of those guys look even like even melvin ingram's kind of turning into a dude over there now he's, he's been a good pickup for them
0: yeah it's uh, uh, trade
1: deadline and we all know about chris jones and tyron matthew yep. so uh, big pick six, it looked like. Was it pick six? Yeah, I think it was pick six for Daniel Sorensen. <laughs> Daniel Sorensen. right? He, he's the guy to do it, too. Yeah, the, maybe the guy that really shouldn't be playing but ends up with the, one of those plays where it's like, well, okay. You um, get him. Yeah, I would say the defense for me is more the story, but uh, the offense is more the nationwide story. And we talked about it. Few weeks ago with that if ex- offensive explosion against the Raiders, well that was a couple of weeks ago, uh, and they haven't done it since, since or yeah. much before. Uh, might be an aberration. This might be you know they still got work to do. They're not there yet. Um, yeah, just like you said, you know Mahomes has some of these splash games, but nowhere near what they have been the past three years. Yep. Truthfully. And, uh, but I mean, mainly Denver defense still plays well. Uh, Pat Sertan ends up with that, that pick pretty early on, I think. Um, yeah, and you had it right Seth, you know, and I'm thinking about it now, Kansas city actually, hold on. They kind of did pull out and now, yep, you're right. Never mind. You were right in saying Kansas City minus nine and a half. I almost had it flipped, but you had you had the sole win on this game. I'll take that. I I, I assume
0: I was the victor this week, was I? Uh by a game, I believe. Over Jeremy.
1: Uh, what did I have it at? One, two, three, four, five, six uh yeah it looks like oh and you came in third again but it was it was more respectable though so okay. i'm just small victories i'll, I'll just <laughs> well, i'll just keep cruising to these to these victories. Well, shut the hell up we'll have that tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but uh defense that's the thing defense played well for denver but they com. it was just downright ugly uh, on the offensive yeah. side, except for you know Javante Devont, Williams breaking all the tackles, uh, that's the only bright side on that offense. Yeah, at this point, yeah, I mean, you're talking about
0: a team that has a lot of talent, but biggest missing piece is a quarterback. And we say it every week. Just imagine if Aaron Rodgers was playing for the Broncos right now.
1: Yikes, yikers. Yeah, but I mean, also subtract you know three pretty darn good players wherever you want that's that is
0: true that <laughs> is true as well
1: i don't have to say that but i did i'm sorry
0: i mean <laughs> you're not wrong i mean the packers wouldn't just give up a couple picks for him so yeah but i don't even
1: have to bring it up and
0: you're right whatever I mean, it, it's not gonna happen uh but it just uh, j- just to just to you know kind of float it out there
1: Kind of. Thing. Well, you gotta do that to me seth we were flying high without mention, much mention of the Packers, and then you got to throw that potential Rodgers absence. Hey, we've been talking thinking, about the Packers all night, whether we're trying to or not. And then you got me thinking again, like, we got, you know, Big Ben's leaving the Steelers. Maybe he's going to Pittsburgh next year. Like, I don't know what's going on, Seth. I don't know what's going on either.
0: He ain't going to the Steelers. Come on.
1: Oh, all right. He's staying in Green Bay. He's pretty much said it without saying it. Uh, you know, but that's like kind of wishful thinking. They're just they're just thinking ball right now. But that's the You're thing. right. You're but, right. And they
0: should only be thinking ball right now because they should be thinking yes. I won't go there. I won't bring up my fandom again, but just think about the 2021 season, okay? Yes. All right. Let's jump into my favorite game of the week. Maybe one of the most boring games of the week the buffalo bills patriots monday night i don't even know what you want to call this uh the the windy the windy game the the wind the the swirl game game. with the wind game with the wind oh there you go all right like it owen i like it yeah yeah that'll be yeah i'll get that in there don't worry um, okay. Patriots win 14 to 10 pretty much solidified themselves as the best team in the AFC probably. Yeah.
1: Um. Yes. Yes, they did. And record wise they did as well, right? They, they are. Their... Yeah.
0: They are now the number one seed yes. um, off of the arm of McCorkle Jones, who just lit up the bills on Monday night. Yeah. Correct. No, no, you mean two for three?
1: That's not lighting him up. Nineteen yards for the man, and it looked like you know he might have not had a single pass the entire first half, if not for what looks you know looked like he checked out of something. I think so. Uh, uh, and uh, you know he's probably getting yelled at by Belichick on on the sideline. Like I was trying to make a statement here, <laughs> Mac. No, we got.
0: Johnny Smith was their leading receiver tonight one or tonight. Well, Monday
1: night, one for 12. Yeah. Leading what, receiver. What was it like to play receiver that night? Do you think, what was it like to be uh Nelson Aguilar Monday night? Just um, out there standing. Cold, you know that is not a pass. You just got to go block, I guess. Do you? But you have to run some routes. A little bit or you're just kind of i don't know no you're right it's what what a game <laughs> what i love game. this game honestly i don't know if it's because i was watching the
0: manning cast again um probably kind of was entertaining probably. um i i i really enjoyed it it was a fun game i mean it, it, a very odd game because yeah yes. mac three passes it was just run after run after run and then uh 15 yard punt and then a 60 yard punt depending on which side of the field you're on yeah uh, exactly we're gonna kick a uh we're not gonna kick a 25 yard field goal because we're going against the wind but we could kick a 50 yard field goal on the other side it was just such an odd game that it was just it was kind of like a novelty game almost
1: a little bit a little bit one of those situations for sure it's Uh, like it reminded
0: me of uh not as not as good, but it reminded me of the LaShawn McCoy Eagles blizzard game where he just ran for like yeah. 200 yards.
1: Also Buffalo.
0: Over.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. So
1: um, Buffalo knows how to do it. I guess. They're the ones with the crazy weather. It's almost like you compare that, and, you know, in Green Bay, we talk about so much about like snow games here. But a Green Bay snow game isn't fucking balls out insane like it is in Buffalo. Right, we true. don't get. I mean, there's there's a there's a certain amount of wind you get in, uh, in Lambeau Field, but it's just pre- it's pretty consistent, and it's just when it gets cold, it's harder to handle. But uh Buffalo has goddamn swirling hurricanes uh, I think it was, along uh, up with to
0: 50 miles an hour was on Monday night. For along
1: winds. with a foot of snow on game day, yeah. Uh, and Green Bay has just got like it's got a good. Uh, balance there when you get to the field and you, you see it and they get it plowed up enough to see the numbers yep. like the titans game last year uh and then you got the windy cold games uh it's just it's enough it's it's for pictures it's really it's really it's the majestic model version it's the instagram version of buffalo is what it is are they are they the twitter version oh yikes keep me, over, <laughs> keep me away from there um, uh, but so here's the thing about the actual game, Buffalo. The general perception is, and this, uh, it was kind of, the conversation really stems from a post game comment, really, from a reporter, local reporter there, Jerry Sullivan, asks Micah Hyde, oh, yes, uh, Green Bay faithful and this. safety Jordan Poyer, uh, basically framing the question like are you guys embarrassed by knowing the Patriots are just running the ball? They ran the ball 46 times, threw it three times. Are you guys embarrassed by your defensive output? Uh, And then he said something about back in my day, I would have, you know, I would have felt embarrassed, whatever. Uh, And then the Buffalo, you know, players rightfully are like, what the, why, why would you, what kind of questions that again, I say rightfully I'm on the side of the bills mindset here in the fact that they didn't they they let up they gave up 14 points okay number 1 they gave up 14 points one touchdown that one touchdown what was it like a uh, it was a 64 yard run you yes. take that 64 yard run out of the, the equation they're averaging 3.5 yards per carry which is very respectable right that is very okay that for a defense against an offense that's running 46 times 3.7 yards carries that exactly what you want um they also if you don't take that play out of the game they have two chances on offense to win the game at the end didn't pull either out It ends up 14 to 10. There's not much to be embarrassed about when you're talking about three different plays. If one of them goes your way, you're probably winning the game. And if all three go your way, it's like 24 to 10 Yep, bills win. So in that sense, um, again, it was an ugly game. There's not much to take away from it uh, for the bills. I would say, people are screaming their head off like, oh, this team's soft. they got to get back to the – What do you expect when a team runs almost 50 times? Yeah. Like, Like what do you expect?
0: You're going to give up probably 200 yards at least. um, I I just don't get it why people are all over the Bills. Um, Yeah, the Patriots are probably the class of the AFC East once
1: again, but the Bills are still a strong team. I definitely not knocking them too much for this loss. Yeah. yeah. Right along with you. Um crazy. I mean, there's plenty of things to be like, what the you know, how, how am I supposed to take away anything from this game? Um, but they're still, you know, they're still sitting seven and five, and they're still pretty well in command of a of a playoff spot going forward if they just play, you know, their ball. Uh I think they still pretty and this isn't something that they can fix midseason uh they still lean very heavily on the pass I.e why they didn't score a lot of points on yeah. Monday uh completely neutralized but their run game still needs to be I don't know if it's creatively worked up or just schemed up a bit or if they're the trying running backs with Rita. It looked like uh, Singletary was the lead back this game. It's they just got that weird trio going on. Like, yeah, I, I thought Brita was kind of turning into that lead guy, but um, he only had one carry left on
0: Monday. Yeah, I don't know if they're just trying to mix all three in to see if one will get hot and it'll work. Uh, but it, it seems like, like you said, it seems like a kind of a rotation of the of the three on just trying to see which one will work, and it just they're hasn't
1: just, so far. They're just not getting. Uh, Good, consistent yards yep. off of any of them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's the one thing. And then, obviously, just the run defense in general, yes. You would like to see that improve. However, not to the weird extent that some people have taken it Yep, for this week. Yeah. As always, that is the media, though, for you. You Bingo. know, you take a little bit and you'll just go. Okay? Hey, don't, you know, we're – we're, we're big J journalists now. Hey, we are, we're,
0: we're not, we're not going to be that though. (laughs) Okay. Yes, you're exactly right.
1: That's, I mean, one of those things, whatever uh, we are, we're not going to be that one of those things where the dude is a columnist uh, and you're asking questions to the players, leave your judgment to the column and just ask players questions that they can, you know, Give you give you something, give you some emotion, not a complete question mark. Is like, what the f- am I supposed to say to that? Like, yeah. it's such a stupid no, question. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. All
0: right, that is the slate, though. That is the games, not too shabby, I'd say. Um, fastest sixty plus minutes in football. We'll get there one day, maybe, maybe. That's always been our goal. That's all right. We're having fun while we're doing it, as always. Thanks for listening i don't know if we ever say it enough thanks for listening and supporting you know we're slowly growing like i said we are we are international
1: we just are not interstellar yet you go completely appreciative my thanksgiving uh was in complete uh honor of you the listener i lost the word there you go i said you, you wait, you ate all that food for them Holding so my hands, and it's like there's 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 pie and turkey in front of me because of my listeners. So we appreciate Beautiful. y'all. Beautifully said, Owen.
0: And I think now, Jeremy would uh, third that sentiment.
1: Now we're really gonna repay you by giving you some winners to place bets on tomorrow. Ah, love it! I love it. All right.
0: As always, we'll talk to you later this week. Jeremy will be back. You'll be hearing that voice, much-needed voice once again. Other
1: than that, adios. Adios. That dude is a guy. That guy is. is a dude.